This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good Wednesday afternoon. So nice to have you along for the drive home. I'm not sure if you had a chance this morning to hear a story about how some study we're going to live much longer. And even if you're a South Korean woman, you're going to live even longer. What was it, 91 or something like that? I don't really care about that part. I care about the fact that no matter how long you live, eventually you're going to die. And it always drives me crazy when I hear the high cost of dying. Why is it that they say when it comes to a funeral, make sure you budget anywhere from ten to twenty thousand dollars? Wow. I mean a lot of people don't even have ten or twenty thousand dollars right now. So I want to talk about a lovely topic, dying. What is it? Dying and taxes we can't avoid. And I want to start the conversation off with Mike Dost. He is with Elegant Tributes. A beautiful funeral is their slogan. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Hello, Angela. And why don't we just start off with why funerals cost so much? Well, there's been a real shift in the uh, in, in in trends in uh, in in Calgary. Uh, in 2001, uh, only 53% of people went for cremation, and now that trend has dramatically increased to over 70%. So, so historically, a funeral would entail a casket, a burial plot. Uh, service around doing the burial as well as maybe a church service. Uh, what we're seeing today is more people focused on a cremation and then doing a very personal, memorable service as a part uh, instead of the burial and and and, and all that. Uh, so the cost is quite a bit cheaper. It has been going down then. It, absolutely. I get to budget less. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Elegant Tributes. It's been around for a couple of years, as I mentioned off the top. How did it all begin? Our founder, uh, is her name is Therese Rajat, and uh, she is an, a wedding and event planner. And uh, uh, she had her best friend's funeral, and uh, she did sort of an after party and was just struck by the difference in uh, the service versus how everybody sort of interacted when people were enjoying uh, her best friend's favorite wines and favorite food. And so she started a business called Part of Your Life, which uh, worked with funeral homes to do these very personal and intimate uh, uh, celebrations of life. And so uh, that's kind of evolved, and now it's evolved into a, uh, uh, a fully licensed funeral home where we focus on doing these very personal and memorable services. I started off by saying funerals are so expensive. So, Mike, uh, I want to find out. Give me an idea how I could uh, bury a loved one and the costs that I would be looking at. So there's a basic package that's under a thousand dollars, and there's actually a Canada Pension Plan benefit that uh, gives most people an average of two thousand to twenty five hundred. So uh, we can easily fit inside of uh, of, of that budget, uh, and and to be honest, that's the majority of the families that we deal with. So we 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 try to do as as much or as little as the family is interested in. So uh, so we go from the very basic to a few of the things that we're involved with right now. One's a, a family, uh, the, the, the person that passed didn't even pass in Calgary, but um, his wish was to be spread on a mountain just outside of Calgary. So the families are flying in from all over the world and we're organizing a dinner at an art gallery, and then uh, everybody's going to go to the mountain and, and spread the ashes. Uh, another one we did a few weeks ago where a family member passed away in the Middle East. And 
so we had nothing to do with the actual funeral, but the family wanted to do uh, kind of a, a service in their penthouse and just have people kind of drop in. And, and what we specialize is, is just making it very comfortable and just very tailored to what the family's looking for. What are the laws around spreading ashes? Can you spread ashes anywhere? I seem to remember doing this a few months back and someone said, uh, don't let anyone know that you're spreading the ashes, Ange. That's right. So you, you can do it in a public place. Uh, anytime it's with a river or a stream, you can't do that. But if it's in a public place, that's uh, that's uh, legally allowed. So a mountaintop. Yeah. And I always say, try to track me down on the mountaintop as I'm spreading the ashes. Now, uh, all right. So you're saying that's about a thousand bucks. What would that cover? Uh, the the $1,000 package, it covers everything, your all the permits, it covers the transfer, the cremation fee. Um, we uh, The only extra charge you would have is a, a cremation container. So that's a, that's a few hundred dollars more. Cremation container, and that's the other question I wanted to ask you. Why is it if I want to cremate or my loved one wants to be cremated, it seems that I have to buy a casket? Is is that back to the container that you're talking about? Yeah, when when most people think of a casket, they think of this very expensive mahogany, kind of very grand looking. Um, by law, you need to have a cremation container just, and that has to do with the cremation process. And, and you know, what we offer our clients is a, a basic one, and then we have a uh, a little more expensive, um, uh, it's a handmade bamboo uh, cremation container. And what a lot of people like about that, it's it's handmade. It's made by people in a, a third world country. So uh, it employs uh, people. Um, and uh, uh, and it's just a, an elegant image when, you know, there's not, there isn't a lot that's elegant about a, about a cremation. In the end, that is cremated along with the body, correct? Absolutely, yes. So you could have the simplest cremation container because it's just going to end up in ashes anyway. That's right. Now I'm not sounding very, I'm sounding very heartless, aren't I? Now, do you need a plot? Is that another one of the big costs that when you have a, a burial, you know, that seems to be another big cost to have the burial plot? Yeah. So, so again, with the cremation, obviously you don't need a burial plot. If you're doing a burial, yeah, you have to be in a cemetery and, and it, you know, they can be pretty expensive in and around Calgary. The further away you get from Calgary to small, some of the smaller towns, you know, the, the, the cheaper the plots are. What about getting a park bench or do you guys ever look into that? You know, sometimes in the mountains, I see a lovely bench with an inscription on it. Yeah. So uh, the the city of Calgary has a program where they do park benches and, uh, um, you know, we can certainly order a, a, a bench, you know, if you wanted that at the cemetery. Um, there's a lot of different ways to, you know, to get that done. Different different facilities have kind of memorial programs. So there's a lot of options around that. Of course, I've been talking about the, the lower end and elegant tributes, you said, is for less than $1,000. But if I did want to make sure that my loved one, um, I made sure that they had a huge funeral, how much would that cost? Am I looking at thousands and thousands of dollars? A lot of when when people hear that we have event planners, they're thinking about the big weddings that they've been to and the twenty, fifty, a hundred thousand. We're a lot more economical than that. Where ten to fifteen thousand, we're doing a, a sit down dinner. There's flowers. There's a professional video tribute, memorial cards, all those kinds of things. So, in in the the the, the big scope of things, we go out and we have. 
deals with the venues that we get better pricing because everybody loves the idea of having uh, these these very personal, memorable celebrations at their facilities. So they're willing to waive room fees. They're willing to uh, do things that make it more economical. So for ten to fifteen thousand dollars, we're doing something that's that's really really interesting and, and memorable for the families. And then, do I get a big fancy casket with that as well? No, if you're doing a cremation, you don't get the big fancy casket. Obviously, if you want to do a burial, yeah, we can uh, we can find you something that's uh, that's that's suitable. But it does cost more if you're looking at the big casket and the burial and everything else. Then the price goes up. Yeah, absolutely. Is it interesting when you tell people what you do for a living? <laughs> do people do people want to talk about funerals with you? It, it's uh, you 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 get a couple different reactions. Some people. They, they they really don't have anything to say, and other people are just fascinated. They don't know anybody in the funeral industry, and they they really want to understand what you're doing and why it's different. And, and so when we talk about the emphasis being on the service and how how it's 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 different than their perception, then people kind of get excited about that and they start talking about what they'd want to do. And so I was just talking with a friend the, the, the other day, and he talked about how he wanted to when he passes, he wants his buddy to jump off the side of a mountain with a parachute and spread his remains while he's in the air. You know, it's those kinds of conversations that people actually get kind of excited about. Well, and we should talk about death, as I said. Mike, thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you. Mike Doss, he is with Elegant Tributes. And coming up after the break, I want to talk about what do you do if you go down the cremation route? What do you do with the ashes? Kind of an interesting concept that I found, and I want to talk about Eterna Trees after this. Enjoyed my conversation with Mike at Elegant Tributes talking about uh, lowering your cost of funerals. And of course, he said there has been a bit of a shift in Alberta. More people are cremating loved ones. What do you do with the remains after you have had a cremation? This caught my eye, and it is the Eternitries, a biodegradable urn. Helen DeBerry is the co-founder. She joins us today. Hello, Helen. Hello. Explain to me what Eternitrees is. Okay. Eternitrees is a, a concept uh, developed by myself and Nicholas Hammerling um, to give families. We were cemeterians at the time, and we wanted to give families an option um, for their loved ones. Generally, we saw how expensive it was to... Uh, buy a niche or even just opening and closing the niche and all these different costs. And a lot of families would just take their uh, cremated remains of their loved ones from the funeral home and take it home and in whatever container the uh, funeral director provided. It generally uh, statistically goes on the shelf in someone's home. Uh, sometimes it'll go on the mantle for a while, but then it eventually gets shifted. And even it's, it's interesting, people will even move away and leave and forget them and leave them in the house. So um, it's it was something that we felt was really important for people to have an affordable option and also for families to share cremated remains of their loved ones. So we developed a small urn. It's a vessel. 
and a cap. And in the vessel, it's, it holds about a cup of ashes. So several people can each buy an urn for their loved ones. So grandma can go to several different families. They generally live all over the place nowadays. So they have something that they can visit where there's a memorial of their loved ones. They can plant the urn in their local area and um, not have to try to travel somewhere maybe halfway across the country to go pay respects. Um, so the urn basically contains the vessel in the lower portion where you put the ashes and the upper portion is nutrients and growth medium. And in that, uh, in, in the package, we include uh, generally tree seeds of your choice and instructions on uh, soaking those seeds prior to germination. You said that you're a longtime cemeterian, so you've run a cemetery in Oregon? We did run the cemetery. Nicholas was the manager at uh, Forest Lawn in Gresham, Oregon. And uh, I was a cemeterian. I came on board to do pre-need, which was um, selling uh, insurance to people, life insurance, so that they would have the money for burial. Um, But this was something that just came up as Nicholas is very creative and kind of an idea person. So we collaborated and I helped him with the uh, with the packaging and so forth for, for our product as it is today. Helen, with your background as a cemeterian or selling insurance then, you can give me a, a little bit more detail because I was saying that uh, I've read that you should budget fifteen to $20,000 for a funeral. So was I underestimating that? Have you seen the cost of funerals going up? And obviously that's why you thought Eterna Trees was a great idea. Oh yes, uh, you buy the if you're if you're going for a full body burial, it can be ex, you know extravagantly expensive. Uh, you can you can spend you know three thousand to six thousand dollars just for a plot, and you can spend then another you know three thousand to you know twenty thousand just for the coffin. Um, you know, there's the vault that you pay for. There's the um, opening of the grave. There's the closing of the grave, um, and any administrative costs. Uh, it it can be astronomical. I, I think probably the least expensive burials I've ever seen were right around uh, you know fifteen hundred to two thousand for the plot, and then um, you can probably find a coffin on. Uh, uh, Costco.com for close to a thousand, but then the cemetery is going to have fees for, uh, you know, making making it ready, placing placing it, and uh, closing it up. You can see why people are moving towards cremation more, and why your urn sounds like a, a really interesting idea. So, give me a, a cost. What would be the cost of an eternity urn? Um, we charge uh, ninety eight dollars for for an urn. And uh, if you order multiples, we do charge a little extra for shipping. So you can pick up your cremated remains from the funeral director, or you can actually take your little uh, eternity's urn into them, and they can fill it for you. And it's all biodegradable. So when I put this urn in the ground, it's eventually going to just decompose. Yes, it's a, it's a ceramic, uh, which is made of clay, and cornstarch slip. And so it will eventually just dissolve, uh, not dissimilar to chalk. Uh, it will take longer. Uh, it'll take years, but it will dissolve eventually. 
anything that's left to decompose like concrete even will eventually decompose uh, because it's an earth material. And I suppose most of your clients, do they choose to plant this, turn a tree in their yard or because you must have to get into some regulations if you're planting it in a park? There really aren't regulations that we've found because this is not considered a full-body burial when you have one little cup of of, of ashes that go into the urn. Um, it's not a full-body burial, so people do plant them in their yards. They plant them in nature reserves, in national forests, in uh, uh, National uh, Bureau of Land Management down here in, in the States. You know, Bureau of Land Management owns a lot of lands. And you can take it pretty much anywhere. Um, people generally go to places that their loved one enjoy visiting uh, for for nature hikes or, or things like that. So you can just basically, without, we've never heard of anyone in all these years, we've never heard of anyone being questioned or having an issue. I can only so, imagine our city parks would be, um, have some controls on where they want trees being planted. You just parks, can't, yeah. City parks might be another issue, yeah. but when you have natural wild areas, those are generally not regulated for this. Helen, this is so, very interesting. Uh, t- thank you so much for telling us about it. And I know if people want more information, they can go to eternatrees.com, and that's E T E R N I T R E E S, eternatrees.com. Helen, thanks again. You're very welcome. Thank you for having us. Helen DeBerry, she is the co-founder of Eternitries. And a couple of things, because, of course, Helen, we were talking to her from Oregon, um, looking on the government of Alberta, Alberta Health. They've got a really great information package when it comes to dying and things you should have in order and uh, memorials and all that other stuff. But it says scattering of cremated remains. Some people want to have their ashes scattered in a location that is meaningful to them. To them. However, you should be aware that there may be some restrictions on where cremated remains can be placed. Scattering of remains is usually permitted on crown and publicly owned lands. However, there are some restrictions for national parks, provincial parks and forests and wilderness areas such as Kananaskis. There may also be municipal restrictions. Now that's just scattering the remains. I think there'd be even bigger restrictions as far as planting the remains, but Um, Yeah, you'd want to double check on that. And then I think when I was talking to Mike about the whole scattering of ashes and I was confused because it was uh, last fall that the Catholic Church came down with its decision that said uh, Catholics who were cremated would not be able to keep the ashes of loved ones in urns at their home. They had to be kept at a sacred place. So I remember that was that conversation. But after the break, I want to hear from you. Do you talk about death with your family? Do you have some specific plans about how you want to go? And um, are you prepared for maybe the cost that's involved? Even with the Eternitries, I mean, I would just say, here's my ashes, do with it whatever you want. Don't worry about if you want to plant a tree, go ahead, save yourself even 98 bucks. I mean, I'm going to be cheap right until my last breath. 403-974-8255. Let's talk about death after this. Have you talked to your loved ones about how you want to leave this earth? And and I often think that it's almost as if we put our head in the sand and say, you know, if we're not talking about death, uh, maybe I will never die. Well, it's not going to work that way. 
and as more and I'm, I was just about to say as morbid as it sounds, but right away I set it up that way. But I have a list of funeral songs on my fridge. Whenever I hear a nice song, I think, hey, that'll be good in my funeral. And, uh, you know, some people might think that's kind of weird, Ange, but I, I want to make sure my kids know that if if it gets to the point where I don't know who they are, I'm all about physician-assisted dying. And then when it comes to actually getting rid of the body because my spirit and soul has long departed, you, you know, cremate me, spread the ashes wherever you want. I wouldn't even buy the eternitries as neat as that sounded, a biodegradable urn that has a little tree seedling in it. Eh, forget it. Take my ashes. Um, I know with my uh, late mother and father-in-law's ashes, we have sprinkled them in the garden because you get a lot of ashes. I think they said it's about seven pounds for the average person. So I, I think I've had a bit of a conversation with my family, but have you talked to friends and family about how you see things ending up? 403-974-8255. Let's talk about dying. Hello, Maria. Hi, how are you? I'm well. I'm well and alive. That's good. <laughs> I thoughts? want to talk about the cost. Yeah, mm. my husband passed away last year. Mm-hmm. It cost me $20,000. <sighs> we never talk about the debt. He went to work and he never come back. He had massive heart attack. <sighs> so, Maria, did I know your husband? Yes, you know oh, my Okay, you've got to tell my listeners a little bit about your husband. Yeah, he was a wonderful man. I have to bury him because he was Muslim. And I'm Catholic. Mm. So, um, tell me his name again. Kay. Kay. And Kay called a couple of years ago, and I'm trying. I think it was all over our Syrian refugees or something. And he yeah. had a great story of how he got out of. Remind me, was it Pakistan Afghanistan. or Af- Afghanistan? Afghanistan? Yeah. And um, I had a chance to go meet Kay because I he, know. he was a hardworking tailor yeah. down in South Calgary, and, and he stole my recipe to you. <laughs> yeah. He he gave me his. What kind of vodka did he make for me? Nankin was it Nankin cherry vodka. Cherry. Sorry, Maria. I, I'm just so glad you called in. So uh, oh, I'm, it, it, I'm it was glad. a surprise, and so suddenly you're hit with a twenty thousand dollar bill. Bill, yeah. And I now I said, I'm, I have two girls, and I said I'm with them, and I told them, if I die, don't do anything. Don't even buy flowers. Hmm. It's not worth it. So would you go for the cremation? Oh yeah. So cremation, keep everything simple. You don't want to... They always laugh. They have enough jars in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. maybe you should, you know, I suppose you could really preserve yourself with a bit of that Nanking vodka. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maria, so sorry for your loss, but I think you speak for a lot of people who, especially if it's sudden, and then it's, okay, what do I have to do here? And how are we prepared for that? So I'm so glad you shared the story. Talk to your spouse. Yeah. Talk to your kids and pray you are first. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Maria, thanks so much. Thank K- you so Kay much. spoke so highly of you, all right? I know. All right. And he was loving you. Listen to you every day. Oh, thanks, Maria. Thank you. All right, 403-974-8255. That was not planned, uh, but um, Kay was a sweetheart. Uh, let's see here. And a, a young man. Gosh, I should have asked. So it was a real surprise. Maria had emailed me and said that he had passed away from a heart attack just going to his tailor shop. So that's pretty sad. Uh, let's get some other texts in here. 403-974-8255. You know that's the number to call as well as text. Uh, one person says, I put my beloved ashes inside my houseplants. They grow forever. Uh, yeah. Uh, another one says, put me in a bottle of mezcal. 
I'll die happily ever after. And and you know what? I know that texture, maybe that's tongue in cheek, but that's so important. Have you have you shared that with anyone? <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know about that, but, you know, just to be able to talk about it because we just think that we're we're alive and well and we don't know what's going to happen when we leave for work. Uh, another one says, just put me in a peanut butter jar. Preferably an empty peanut butter jar, I'm thinking. Uh, let's see another one. In Hindu religion, we scatter the ashes across the ocean or river if you live in a city like Calgary. And I know Mike had said the restrictions about being near a waterway. Um, I don't, it seems so strange, doesn't it? Because it's a, it's the most organic material you can have. So as I said, when I was looking on the Alberta website, um, they didn't have any, but they say there could be some restrictions in Crown, uh, uh, let's see, national parks, provincial parks. So uh, maybe you'd want to check that, but um, I still say it would be a hard thing to track down. Uh, Let's see. Another one said, my dad always said to throw him in the dump when he died. I tried, but the city wouldn't take him. So I had him cremated. (laughs) I guess I'll do the same. I would like to think that throw him in the dump after he's been cremated. I don't really think they want any bodies being thrown in the dump. In the dump. Let's go back to the phones. Hi, Luana. Hi. Hi. I wanted to weigh in on the uh, speaking with your family. My, I just lost my mother in December, and it was so frustrating because she would refuse to talk to us about what she wanted. Mm. I... I had to make all the decisions. I would tell my brother and sister, like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And we just kept it really simple. And the family liked it simple, but I honestly don't know what my mother would have preferred. You know what, Luann, how old was she? She was 77. And was she still, you know, with it mentally, physically? Yes. Like, she, she had cancer and she was in a hospice, but she was able to, to communicate mm. till the last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we tried to talk to her, each of us, and she just wouldn't say anything about it. And I wonder if that was just her upbringing as well, that that was something you didn't talk about, especially with your kids. Yeah, it, maybe. Like, her mom and dad were pretty specific on what they wanted, my grandparents, and my mom's sister, that she's so specific that she has it down to her kids know what, when, where, no tube feeding, everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I see myself going that route as well. But you know what? That's yeah. a great thing to raise because as much as I can say, make sure you have this conversation, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who are saying, I don't really want to. I don't feel comfortable having that conversation. But then look at the burden you leave your kids with because yeah. it was on Luana's shoulders to figure out exactly how this should all happen. Yeah, it was, and that was frustrating. But I'm, I'm a lot like you. I would keep it. I tease my kids and say, I even kept a crown royal velvet bag to put my ashes <laughs> in because I didn't want anyone to spend any money. <laughs> well, when I and really, even when my husband got uh, one of his parents, it is a lot of ash. So uh, make sure oh, that crown, yeah. that crown royal, <laughs> at least it has that expandable top, right? Yeah. <laughs> Luana, thanks Big for <laughs> thanks for sharing the story. Thanks. All right, let's take a break here. More phone calls to get to 403-974-8255. How do you want to leave this earth? Have you talked to anyone about it? Do you feel comfortable talking to anyone? 
why don't you talk on a talk show? If you're not comfortable about talking with your family, how about sharing it with a few of my listeners? 403-974-8255. We're back after this. And at first, when I thought we should talk about this, in the back of my mind, I said, that's kind of a depressing topic, Ange. That's kind of morbid. But that's what our culture thinks of death. We, we don't celebrate it. We don't look at it as this full circle of life. So it's almost like a taboo subject. But I think we have to talk about it so that anyone who's going to be left with the body knows what you want done. Maybe you don't want anything done. Someone uh, said, uh, Ange, Ziploc bag. <laughs> Another one says, buy your own plot. Why burden your children? The earlier you buy, the cheaper it is. My parents have their plots already. And and you know what? That's their decision. Great. The parents want to have a plot. I don't want a plot. I, I think our society has changed so much that, first of all, families don't live in the same town. So you don't always get to go to the graveside on special occasions. And I think some parents are good with guilt when they're on this earth. I don't want to feel guilty that I haven't gone to see my parents, you know, so that's another thing. And then I just think it's a big land issue, too. It's a lot of prime real estate with a bunch of bodies in there. Just my thoughts. Let's go back to the phones. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm well. Hey, on the lighter side, I love that commercial for Hawaii. That's oh. good. You know what, Mike? It's funny. I think it started yesterday, and I thought, okay, this is either going to be really annoying or really catchy. And then today, I'm finding myself humming along. So, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree, Mike. It's very effective. Yeah, we, we, we enjoy it. But yeah. anyhow, on the, <laughs> on the other subject, we classify it as real estate and. Yeah. We got our plots. It's a double-decker. Mm-hmm. We've got everything laid out, including the grave marker. We've got everything done and that's great mike how much do you mind i if i ask you how much did that cost you oh, i think for the plot i think it was about 13 i can't remember Thirteen thousand. yeah okay and then so then you're going to have you say it's a double decker or whatever you can have two uh caskets in that plot yeah, whoever goes first goes on the bottom. <laughs> My wife is hoping it's me because I'm heavier than she is. <laughs> but you know what, Mike? I mean, I think the good thing is... No, wait. Are you a smoker, Mike? Because that sounds like a smoker no. cough. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't want you going too soon, okay? That's all. No, no, uh, no. But no. the other thing is, is, so then you buy the plot, and then is there uh, upkeep for in perpetuity? Like, will that, someone have to take care of that plot forever? That's all done. That's all done. Hmm. Yeah. You know, Including I, I, the cement casing and everything. I'm just glad you've got a plan and, you know, your kids know exactly what you want to do. So, uh, And it's your decision whether you want to get the real estate, as you said, or go up in flames like I'm leaning towards. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Mike, thanks for the call. You betcha. Bye. 403-974-8255. I know someone is listening saying, yeah, you are. You're going to burn um, before I head there. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Hello, Red. Hey, Ange. How are you? Uh, I'm good. good. I'm good. You know, I do have a plot, and my wife and daughter are still are already there. Mm. Um, but I wrote a poem about life, and I'd like to read you the last verse if I could. Red, only because you've been on the show before, I trust you, and you know all about timing. So I'm not. Hopefully, I'm not going to cut you off at four o'clock. All no, right? No, you won't. Okay, go so, for it. So, so when my life has ended and from this earth I pass, 
Don't bury me in a rosewood box trimmed in burnished brass. Just cremate my remains and put them in an old fruit jar, along with a 10-cent cup of coffee and a 5-cent cigar. Aww. You're not supposed to make me teary-eyed. <laughs> Red, uh, do you know my email, Angela at Newstalk770.com? I do. Can you fire that to me? I can send you the whole verse. I love it. the whole poem. I love it. And where did you get the 10-cent cup of coffee? That was a long time ago. <laughs> it was. And I'm a long time <laughs> past that. I don't think the 450 latte will fit with your rhyme. <laughs> okay, you have a good day, Red. Take care. Okay, 403-974-8255. Oh, I like this text. It's my understanding that if you donate your organs and tissues, they take care of the body. And back to that uh, document that I pulled up on Alberta Health. Now, this is from Government of Alberta 2013, but I think it still is probably there. It says, donating your body to science is an alternative to traditional burial or cremation options. Generally, in order to donate your body, you should pre-register by completing a consent or registration form. U of A requires prior consent from the donor. U of C may consider consent from the executor or next of kin for body donations. Upon death, a university must be contacted. If the body is accepted, the university will pay for its transportation. Donated bodies may be used for a few weeks, up to several years. Once the studies are completed, the bodies are cremated, and the remains are placed in the university cemetery plot at no cost. If the next of kin wishes to receive the cremated remains, this request can be accommodated. That's even better. I'm donating my body to science. However... Here's what it says. It's important to be aware that not all bodies are accepted, so it's best to also investigate alternative plans. Wouldn't that be the ultimate slap in the face? We don't want your body. Uh, one more call here before we break for traffic. Hey, Blair. Hi. Hi. Um, we just went through the situation with family, yeah. and two things that I'd like to comment on. One, if you want to get buried, this town is quickly running out of burial places mm. to be buried, Yeah. which is... Um, and there's nothing to be being done at this time to make it any better. Yeah, um, that's a huge one. And number two, we wanted to have my mother-in-law's uh, body donated for science. Yeah, but if you don't have it done, you only have a few hours to make it happen, and we couldn't make it happen because the timing is so <sighs> important for them to be donated. And you really need to have that planned out way ahead. You know what, Blair? That's good because uh, you may have been listening as I'm reading this off the government website. But they are saying make sure you've pre-registered, completing a consent or registration form. So that is probably an important part of that. So then it speeds up the process. Knowing where to phone, knowing where to contact. You're phoning at 4 o'clock in the morning. University's not open. No, you're right. And uh, as I said, this is a pretty good uh, website off of Government of Alberta, too, giving phone numbers for U of A, U of C, and then even donating organs and tissues. Blair, thanks for sharing that story, because I know there's people listening who are filing this away for when they or their loved ones pass away. In the southeast, still cleaning up a separated tractor trailer westbound on 61st Avenue after 52nd Street. That spot not releasing too much for delays right now. Uh, The biggest delays are northbound on Deerfoot Trail in the northeast, currently stretching from 64th Avenue down to Memorial Drive. Also a little bit of volume in the south side, southbound on Deerfoot Trail between, uh, looks like Anderson Road and Heritage Drive. And if you're on Crowchild Trail in the west side, northbound, uh, heading over the Bow River, slow from Memorial Drive northwest to 26th Avenue southwest. 
Southwest. The Big Taste is back from March 3rd to 12th with three and five course menus for every appetite. It's more delicious than ever. Details at BigTasteCalgary.com. For the News Talk 770 Traffic Helicopter, I'm Chris Duchesne. Good afternoon. I'm Jared Wilden in the News Talk 770 Traffic Center hearing about a new crash. Heritage Drive at Elbow Drive. That is affecting traffic in both directions. If you see anything on the roads this afternoon, let us know about it. Text us or call us 403-974-8255. Well, we've had the flurries and we could see more overnight, a low of a minus 8. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, a high of minus 3. And then Friday, light snow, 1 to 2 centimeters, the high minus 7. Right now in Calgary, it is... Minus three, the weather brought to you by Shaw. Surf 150 megabytes of pure awesome with Shaw Wide Open Internet 150. Call 310-SHAW and switch today. Conditions apply. 403-974-8255. We are talking about dying. Hello, Lorraine. Hi, Lorraine. Can you hear me? Is it for Maureen? Oh, Maureen. Sorry, Maureen. Um, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts, Maureen? Well, my problem is, is my, uh, my sons don't want to discuss uh, my remains or my funeral. And I'm a tougher person than that. I was able to uh, go through all the steps with my husband, and I'm a frugal person. I do not believe in spending a lot of money on when you die. Yeah. I think life is for the living. Yeah. And uh, so when I my husband passed away, I, I really went as frugal as I could. I think the uh, funeral guy must have thought, well, what a cold witch that was. <laughs> But but knowing your husband, and I, I don't I don't know your husband, but I bet you he, he was okay with it too. He, no, he was the same. Yeah. He was really the same. I mean, he didn't even want a funeral, uh, but because of his older relatives, yes. I did have a memorial thing. But yeah. I didn't go big. Didn't want flowers. Didn't want all those extra. No, no, no. And I always and say, I'm the same. I, I, I mean, say, I say, don't give me flowers. <laughs> I haven't died no. yet. But donate to a cause. Donate to some charity. They need it more than the flowers that are going to last three days. Well, that's what I did for my husband, and my gosh, he, I can't believe how much heart and stroke received. Yeah, well, but, but isn't no, that no, good? Uh, but now getting back to your kids. Yes. Uh, they don't want to talk about it, you know? Yes. Uh, uh, I know they're, I think they're sort of close because I'm the last remaining parent. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you're not going to live forever, and I try to gently say, you know, but I've got things written down. Good. I do, and uh, Good. hopefully it'll be easier for them. I know when my father died, he had everything done, and boy, that was a lifesaver for me. Yeah, you know what, Maureen, though, that's good, because Luana had called earlier saying that her mother didn't want to talk about it, and you've got the reverse. So you can see how uh, siblings or parents don't want to have this conversation, but I think you're obviously doing the right thing by making sure, here, I've itemized everything, these are my wishes, and upon my death, please read this and follow through. That's great. That's about all I can do. Hey, uh, Maureen, It's thank- uh, sensitive for them. It, I, I can understand that, too. Maureen, thanks for sharing. Thank you. All right. Now. She gets the last call. And uh, you know what? I think any celebration that I have will also include some wine. So fortunately, it's Wine Wednesday, and that's coming up at 4.15. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.